Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 190. I'm your host, Tyler Singh. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here, as always, with our two co-hosts. Let's start with Graham. Graham, tell me something fun you did this week. Something fun. Work. Wait, wait. Work's not fun. What am I kidding? Uh, I played Pokemon uh, Shield. Still working my way through it. I'm to that point where I just keep playing and playing and playing before I go on to the next part. So when I get there, I'm going to be overpowered. and But I'm having lots of fun. And I went to a different area in the wild area. And I discovered a whole bunch of different Pokemon that I didn't have. So that's always exciting. Uh, other than that, there hasn't been a lot more. Uh, played a little bit of Fortnite. Just dabbled a little bit. But yeah, Pokemon Shield is a great game. And they had some great deals on. Black Friday was here and gone. Uh, I didn't pick up anything. I don't know if you guys jumped on the Black Friday wagon, but uh, and happy American Thanksgiving. I know it's gone past. Yeah, it's over, but thank you. So, Stephen, let's say hi to you as well. And how about you? How was your week? I was a bit stressful. Um, I thought this semester would be easier, I think, and then all, like it was. Uh, for sure. And then all of a sudden, in one week, I had two exams and a 15 minute presentation. Um, and obviously, you know, knowing me, like I was perfectly calm and collected, you know, just ask Tyler, I was fine. No, yes. no, I wasn't. Um, but I, I thought I did actually really well. I, it was definitely the best I've ever done. Personally wise, like public speaking in front of like, an audience, like standing up, you know, and it's funny, because, you know, I do this show, right. And it reaches however many people it reaches to. And I like, I do this completely fine. And I go on mixer and like a stream and it's fine, but you know, get me up in front of like that classroom. I think it's that small setting with the big bright lights in, you know, in front of people that are exactly like my age about what I'm talking about makes it, makes it a little like, you know, hard. And everybody there is actually paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Well, hopefully Um, anyways. But no, it went well. It was like I was I was pretty proud of like myself because it's it's definitely the high benchmark for, for for what I've ever done in a presentation like that. So that was good. So because of that, I haven't had a chance to play many games. We recorded on last Wednesday, and then you know Thanksgiving yeah. hit. I had a good one. Uh, got some good food, and then it was mostly continuation of procrastinating working on said presentation. And just watching movies. I watched the first two Star Wars, like episode one, episode two. Um, <laughs> I'm caught right? up on The Mandalorian, though I was yeah. watching them every week, whereas Tyler like waits like six weeks and then he's going to get something spoiled and then he's going to be upset and it's going to be... No, I just watch them two at a time. Yeah, and <laughs> until until there's that one week where you get everything spoiled for you. So I, I hate to see it. You hate to see it. But <laughs> yeah. um, I've been enjoying the Star Wars. I actually read the first Darth Bane book. I think it's called Path of Destruction, uh, written by Drew Capetian. He worked on the Mass Effect games and on Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, great books. Um, I finished the first one again in two days. Uh, the procrastination thing really helps. Um, but actually, I haven't, because of that, I haven't played anything. Uh, I play besides like a couple rounds of FIFA, you know? 
it's been mostly a movie thing. It was just one week where I just watched a bunch of movies and I enjoyed it. I saw a lot of stuff. I watched it chapter two and I just started reading the book because Tyler hyped it up so much. Um, so yeah, but I mean, now that, you know, that easy week's gone, final shouldn't be that bad. Uh, now it's video game time. It's yeah. the exciting, you know, portions. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be something that, you know, makes me want to play something's gonna catch my eye i think it's gonna be star wars the old republic in fact i've actually installed it because i think i'm gonna stream it um because like i said i'm on the star wars binge right now so we're looking forward to some of that even if i've already beaten one of the stories i don't i kind of want to do it again but maybe i should be smart and just pick a new character that way i can you know see a different story you know whatever but uh tyler how have you been Good. So uh, Thanksgiving last week, like I mentioned, it was fun. It was good. And, you know, uh, in the month of December now, I'm excited because two weeks from right now, I'm going to be sitting in a movie theater watching episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. And I absolutely can't wait. I'm really excited to see it. Can't wait to see how the story wraps up. The early returns from people that saw early screenings are really good. And I'm just really fingers crossed that nothing gets ruined for me between now and then. So. I hope um, the same thing too, Tyler. Yeah, I'm. I'll, I won't be going on Twitter or anything like that the week of. So that is pretty much for certain. As far as games go, I played uh, some uh, of the new Star Wars game, Star Wars Jedi. This week, I played. I actually played some Madden this past week too, and I played a game, Stephen, with you that you forgot to mention. We uh, won the. Championship Graham in NHL 20. Congratulations, right. guys. How in, could I forget? Yeah. Did you have two? a 10-point game, too? I did have a 10-point wow. game. You first one in three it. years, and I did forget. And Tyler, because it's, like I said, stressful week. 10-point mm-hmm. game. Uh, Tyler had a few points there, too. Um, <laughs> that was fun. And we did win the championship. And we didn't think we were going to. <laughs> so... It was a fun weekend of NHL. I forgot we did that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. Well, if I open it, it up, I'll, I'll get the achievement, right? I did play something. This yeah, as long as I don't boot you out of the team before then. Actually, Graham, there is no achievement this year. It, yeah, it's true. There is a, there is one. That's sad. Yeah. And there's they none took for it a 10-point game either. They took it out. They put in achievements for the other like World of Chell modes and stuff like that. So, yeah. But, uh, but it was fun. It was a good... Uh, Good time to go through, play four games, and win. And like every game was like come from behind too. It was weird. Like one we tied in the very last minute, in like the waning seconds, and then one in overtime. So Tyler, like, uh, well, I told you that I did this, but I was sitting on the couch um, in the in the championship game, and I've never won the championship in the ASHL. Uh, mm-hmm. We've gotten decently far, and we've won the league multiple times. We've gotten into Division One before, but I've never won the championship. It's always eluded me. And so in the final game, we scored a goal and I like jumped up and then I saw the ref go no goal. And I'm like, in overtime. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're going to lose this now. And Tyler said that too. And then we scored and I I literally jumped up and like, Mm -hmm. I was like, celebrate. I was like, yes, yes. Cause I was so happy. I'd never done it. And it was, it was fun. It was a fun, fun night of, of chow. Yeah. um, Playing those four, four playoff games and the night before when we were playing the irony of all of this is that Graham is the one that was so excited for NHL 20. I was saying I wasn't going to get it. You were saying the yeah. same thing. And all of a sudden now Graham wasn't involved in this and we ended up playing and had a good time. 
Graham, I think I'm I'm pretty sure I played more of NHL 20 than you have. But you know, probably yeah. it it is kind of ironic, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But hey, I'm glad you guys did it. Uh, too bad I wasn't there, but my the spirit of me was there. I know for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just to wrap up for me, I watched a few movies myself. I've been kind of in that mood as well, and I watched it chapters one and two for the first time. I wanted to finish the book first. Enjoyed it. Book is much better, especially than chapter two, in my opinion. It chapter one is very well done, I think. But uh, chapter two, uh, the book handles some of a lot of those things much, much better. So just my opinion, you know, don't at me or at me or whatever you want to do. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like it's a little better. And I watched the first John Wick for the first time. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So, so I, I did watch a few movies as well. Mm-hmm. Um Seeing as getting close to Christmas, watched Elf the uh, last night, which is a Good great movie. Christmas movie. And I finally got through The Office. Like I say, I finished The Office. I thought the finale was great. I did too, Graham. I liked it. It was a great how they did it. And uh, yeah. Uh, so they must have had this whole idea from the get-go, I'm thinking. Like the whole documentary thing. Well, yeah, that so, was the that was the premise of the show from day one. Because that was yeah. the premise of the show in the UK. But like, okay, so like they're going to show it towards the end too. Like when it's finished, it's going to be like a part of it. So I like how they did that. Like how it came full circle and then it brought back Michael Scott mm-hmm. and some other characters. So Yeah, I mean, I don't think, Graham, I don't think they had planned out exactly that way because they didn't know that Steve Crow was going to leave the show, right? And Okay, so that wasn't planned? Okay. No, I, I, no, I don't no. know the whole... I kind of like tried to search it up on Wikipedia, but I guess... Mm-hmm. They don't like go right into depth about. No, movies. he he left have his big Hollywood career starring in great hits such as Dinner for Schmucks, etc. So yeah, I like that movie, Tyler. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, it's whatever, but I don't think that's what he had in mind when he left. But okay, so before we jump into news, everybody, just real quick, we'd love to have you join the community. Head on over to thegamingHub.tv to do that, and you can get links to our Twitter. Uh, to Mixer right here, Mixer.com slash the underscore gaming underscore hub. We'd love to have you hit follow there. We are closing in on 2,000 followers on Mixer. At that point, we are eligible to partner. So that's pretty awesome. We would love to have you be part of that. And we also have a Patreon if you'd like to help support the show and the community. Patreon.com slash gaming hub. And for as little as $2 a month, you can help support the show, support the community, help us go to events like E3, etc. So and provide better coverage for you. All right, so with that, as let's jump into news. In the news. And let's go to Xbox, where Microsoft now might actually be releasing two versions of the Xbox for next gen, which means the Lockhart might be back as a digital-only, less powerful console as an option to the more powerful, used to be called Anaconda, I think they're just referring to it as Scarlet now, I'm not sure, but... Guys, thoughts? Uh, a lot of people are like, this is bad. Why? I don't know. What do we think? But well, that's what I mean. Like, why would they consider it bad? Steven, you were going to say something? Well, you know, people consider... Okay, so background. There is a sect of people that think that this is bad because it means that people will develop for the less powerful console instead of the two more powerful consoles and these the sect of people that think this also think that the the new x like the the powerful xbox is still not as powerful as the 
this the whatever the PS5 is going to be. Um, so based they're upset nothing? based on because they're fanboys more than yeah. likely, um, and they are. Uh, they're. I saw this argument made a little more sense in the PS3 Xbox days because the PS3 was a bit more powerful, especially with the Blu-ray disc as opposed to just the the regular DVD drive um, that Xbox had. But Xbox was also, I've heard, that was easier to develop for anyways. So yeah, PlayStation fans got a less... Like, the console could do more than the games they actually got because when they were developing multi-plats, they developed it for the 360. Um, but it's I don't think this is the same. I mean, look at PC, right? Uh, on the PC, they, you know, they put out a game and then you can adjust the settings based on your, you know, graphics card and your processor and all of that stuff. And that seems to be the way we've already kind of gone where you can choose between 4k mode or high, like a uh, better frame rate, better frame rate or, or better resolution yeah. are, the, yep. are the two options more. So that's more than likely what's going to happen. These people just complain because it's fun to complain and it's fun to, well, and, and they're also fanboying. Yeah, I don't even think it's complaining. I think it's making the case for their box over the other one, right? And yeah, yeah. And so the the other argument here, I guess, is that it's going to create confusion to the average consumer. And I don't know. I mean, I, I uh, the Xbox 360 launched with multiple versions, and it was all different hard drive, basically. But oh. yeah, but it was still different price points, and that didn't cause mass hysteria everywhere. No. Like, it's kind of like how it is with PCs. Like you were saying, like, they don't develop the game to be for, like, lower graphical settings. They're like, yeah. if your machine can handle better graphical settings, then you can adjust it. So I'm guessing this is something that's going to, like, automatically implemented. So I don't see them like, okay, we're making this for this console, so we don't need this and that. Like, to me, that doesn't make any sense. So I don't know how people... Well, so, Graham, both... Even the, the all-digital version is still rumored to have the solid-state drive, so the loading times will be decreased, which is, you know, supposed to be a huge benefit next-gen, right? And right. That seems like that's the big thing with next-gen. Yeah, that, that's one of the big Both things. Times. Yep. So that's one thing. So that's still going to be the same. Resolution is going to be different. I saw 1660 for the all-digital versus, you know, the, the true 4K. Yeah. Or the other. And uh, sorry about the background noise there but uh but yeah the based on the arguments some of these people are making you would think that there's no point to the one x because the one s exists you know um that that there would be no benefit on the one x ever and that's just not true the one x is awesome so but games play on both they work fine on both there aren't different versions for each one so i don't know I, i i'm with you steven i think there's a lot of fanboyism going on there but ultimately, what do you guys think? Do you think it's good? Oh, yeah. It, more op- well, There's nothing wrong with options. Some people can't afford it. Some people prefer that. They don't want to buy any more physical games. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it at all. Yeah, I would have preferred if it was a digital only for a cheaper price, but the same power. Um, I would have, I probably, well, no, I wouldn't have, because I have a bunch of, 4k dvds i want to play um i I get it this is a good secondary box i think uh and the fact that it's coming out maybe get someone to buy two at the same time one for their you know 
living room and one for their bedroom or something you know the digital only they don't necessarily care because they may not have two 4ks uh so yeah i mean better options aren't bad i i know someone on twitter you know posted that they wanted a discless ps4 and his mentions were awful um or sorry discless ps5 like he wants a he wanted a like the option for you know not that it, the ps5 needs to only be discless but that he wanted the option and people like destroyed it. i don't get it we're all because it's seen as an xbox idea right now yeah that's why that's, if sony came out in their announcement thing and they said we're gonna have two options for everybody those people would be endorsing both and making arguments why it's a good thing. And that's just reality. And, it, and that's not to hammer on Sony fans, because I think most video game fans out there, both consoles, just yeah, don't get that fanatical over it. There's people on both sides, for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. you can tell who the the fanboys slash the trolls are. You know, they have <laughs> we were talking about pictures. the Twitter accounts, dude. Or they have just a PlayStation yeah. logo. And I'm not yeah. saying everyone with a PlayStation logo is a fanboy, but then you read a couple of their tweets and you're like, oh, okay. Yep. That's it's just, good stuff. It's like, it, it's very conspiracy theory. Like to, you know, like Microsoft's trying to ruin gaming from the inside, hmm. but yeah. It's entertaining for us to read that kind of stuff. Sometimes. Well, it's entertaining because we don't buy into it, but unfortunately some do. So, you know, it's uh sadly a sign of the times, I think. But anyway, so that is out there. It is a rumored second console. That'll be on the way. And I would guess that we'll start to get some more news about these early in the year. I would imagine PS5 we're going to hear about first. But if, if they follow last time, I want to say Sony did their unveil in February. February or March and Xbox did theirs in May. So we'll, we'll see how that lines up in 2020. Uh, and we'll see if it's like it was in 2013. So speaking of Xbox, though, We'll see clearly in 2020. Yeah. But speaking of Xbox, Graham, someone already has their hands on Project Scarlet and is playing on it every single day. Who, and who would have thought? You, yeah. It's not me. It ain't you. It's not me either. Steven. But it's me. It is Steven. No, <laughs> it's uh, it's Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox. Uh, he tweeted out sense. that he already has a Scarlet. He's taking it home and it's his <laughs> primary console that he's playing everything on. So couple things came up right away. One, I, I thought of our chat about backwards compatibility a couple weeks ago. And maybe that's just an indication that everything is backwards compatible. It's got to be. Or his box is unlocked, so it can still yeah. play the old game. Or he's the head of Xbox and kind of kind of do what he wants. Yeah. So. And like he's got the prototype. I don't think that's the word they're using. What they give it for developers. What the they dev call kit, that. yeah. Do you the think he's kit. the only one with one? At home, no. yeah. At home, yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably has a good security system after tweeting that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for sure. But uh, but yeah, I think I think just because of the risk involved of someone getting their hands on one, they they wouldn't let a lot of people take it home. But I yeah. bet in people's offices at uh, on their campus, a lot of people have one. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Major Nelson's kicking back with Scarlet on a regular basis. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So yeah, but that is his primary console, and rumor has it, Stephen, that now it's been quickly denied today. But uh, rumor has it that one of the games will be able to play on said dev kit or on an Xbox One if you have one for free if you have Game Pass's control. 
which Phil Spencer really? said in a stream that Control's coming to Game Pass, but then it was quickly denied by everybody. So I think it was an oopsie. It was denied by Control. Yeah, it was denied by Remedy. So maybe an oopsie, maybe something that's supposed to be announced at the Game Awards. But I hope this happens. Like normally I'd be like, normally I'd be like Grandma with Devil May Cry 5. Where he's like, I just bought this and now it's, you know, including Game Pass. But Control's an awesome game. <laughs> yeah. Control's an awesome game. It didn't sell super well. It sold fine. Especially since we learned today that the game only had a $30 million budget, which on video game terms, AAA video game terms, is pretty small. But if uh, if more people can get their hands on control, I think the better that's better for the game. It's better for gaming in general. And that's an awesome game a lot of people missed out on. And it's getting nominated for a lot of stuff for a good reason. Yeah, it sounds like it. Like when I first saw it, like I was interested. And then I think the second time I'm like, okay, seems like she's just way too overpowered and it's just too oh, easy no, no. To game. No, that's not the case, Graham. You you unlock stuff at like the right time. So you become gradually more powerful. Yeah. But it is. And I like that. But now with like said it coming to Game Pass really gives me a chance to play it. Well, it's not, but what's that well, If it does come to Game Pass. If it comes to Game yeah. Pass. I mean, it is an interesting concept of, you know, a character getting more powerful like as the game goes on. It's a pretty new concept, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, no mm-hmm. one really does that. Yeah. Did he get nominated? You know, it's for it's best, a brand new thing. New idea. <laughs> so all right. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully that is the case. And we'll find out next week at the Game Awards on Thursday, the 12th. All right. So with that, let's move into the Game Awards themselves. Guys, let's make some predictions. We've picked out some of the categories that really stand out to us. And let's work through those. So, so the first category we're going to talk about is Best Art Direction. And the aforementioned Control is nominated. There's Zelda Link's Awakening. Gris, Sinar Wild Hearts, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Graham, let's start with you. So everybody out there, this, these are predictions, what we think is going to win, not what we think should win. We'll get to that later in the month. Graham, what is your prediction for Best Art Direction? So yeah, there's a lot of games here. Some of them I haven't played, but mm-hmm. I know of them. Uh, but I personally think Zelda Link's Awakening will be the one to win. Okay. Uh, no surprise that Nintendo wins a lot of awards. Kind of deservingly so. And with this one, uh, it has a unique art direction and it introduced some like nostalgia from the old school Nintendo games that you can like unlock in your house. So I like how they like kind of added on to the art direction. And like I said, people like the art style of this game and I think this is going to win. Okay. So I'm going to pick Sekiro here. I think that one's going to take this category. Although I could very much see control winning it. Steven? I think Control is going to win it. Okay. I'm super happy if that happens. Yeah. So, uh, next up, we've got Action Adventure Game. Uh, Nominees, Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Zelda Link's Awakening, and Sekiro Shadows Shadows Die Twice. (laughs) So, I'm going to predict Control here. I think it's going to be like last year where Control and Death Stranding are splitting some things. Like last year where... Red Dead 2 and got awarded. Yeah. And uh, I think Control is going to take action adventure game. Graham? I don't. 
Okay. I'll go. I I'll think go. Death Stranding will. Okay. Take this one. Graham? Uh, I'm going to go with Zelda Link. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm going to go with Control. I think that was going to win it. And yeah. Right. yeah. I think I think Death Stranding wins on the adventure part alone, but okay. more than the action. All right. Action game, Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Gears 5, Devil May Cry 5, and Metro Exodus. So... I'll go first. Yeah. I think COD would win it if the multiplayer was better and people liked it more. I know there's a lot of issues people have with, like, camping and all that fun stuff. Um, So I think Astral Chain wins it. Okay. I am going to say Gears 5. I went on my mini rant last week about how I thought Gears 5 deserved more recognition, and this is where I think they're going to kind of throw that bone. Graham? Okay, now this one is tough. Uh, I agree with your guys' choices, but I'm going to be different because I like to be different. I'm going to go with Apex. Apex seems to be still going strong, and a lot of people are still streaming it, so Call of Duty would be my second. But I'm going to go with uh, Apex. All right, yeah. cool. I can see it. Um, it could win the next category, which is multiplayer game, uh, Call of Duty, Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Tetris 99, and The Division 2 are all nominees. Uh, who wants to go first? Um, Graham, you want to uh, take this? No, you. Okay. I know you're a big multiplayer guy, Graham. <laughs> yeah. So, Steven, just to make you happy, Division 2? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm surprised it's nominated, to be honest. Yeah, with you. yeah. I am too. Me, me too. So I can see this one going one of two ways. I, if they want to go off the board here a little bit, I can easily see them taking Tetris 99. And but I do think Apex Legends is going to win. Yeah, I I am of the same mind. Um, I'm just going to say Tetris because you said Apex. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's what you know we think is going to win, but I, I can see them going off the board for this one. Tetris 99 is a fun game. I, uh, I played it's it. It's a fun game. I have um, two. I'm bad at it. I'm not good at Tetris. Uh, real quick. I just a little, little tangent. It was funny. Cause um, I took a philosophy class in college and, you know, in the intro, like the very first um, day, you know, we were going over, you know, introductions and doing like a cool fact about yourself or whatever the heck. And the te- the professor said that he was like, top 15 in the world at one point at tetris and his brother was like the number one dude at like tetris for playing competitive um i don't know if he still is i don't think so um in fact the last i saw i was um an asian dude and my professor was not so i don't think you know but you never know um but it was a fun fact i was just like wow this guy's like really good at tetris i am terrible at that game but i i do think tetris could win this okay uh, Tetris? No, um, it, it could. It is a fun game, but I'm going to go with Call of Duty. It seems to be always the multiplayer game, and I know you're saying there's some issues, but I still think it could win. Okay. Cool. So, game direction. You have Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, and Outer Wilds making its first appearance. So who wants to go first on this one? Steven, you actually Graham, you I'm gonna make you go first this time. Yeah, I was gonna go first. Go I was gonna it. volunteer. I'm gonna say control because it's kind of a unique uh, game and the idea concept. I know uh, Death Stranding is too, but I 
I won't get into that one. Uh, I'm going to go with control. Okay. Steven? This is... This isn't the toughest, but it's up there. Yeah, it is. Um, it depends how people that vote for this interpret it. Because um, I interpreted it in a couple of ways. Um, it's basically, you know, it's the art direction, it's the story direction, it's all that fun stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it is a tie for me between Control and Death Stranding. Um, and I'm leaning one or two ways, but I do think, I do think Death Stranding wins this. I do too. I'm with you. And I, and I, and I think it's between control death stranding, but I absolutely love the game direction of control. I, I just, I love that game period, but death stranding, I think if people see it as best director, um, then it's going to go death stranding for sure. And maybe deservedly. So I don't even see it that way. I mean, I understand that people might interpret it and then it will go that way, but I, yeah. Just as far as the games itself, I do think it it's pretty even, and I think I yeah. think Death Stranding has the edge. Okay. But up next is best narrative. Um, this is where those two games go at it again. We got oh. Control, A Plague Tale, uh, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, and The Outer Worlds. Um, and I'll go first on this okay. one. <sighs> I think Disco Elysium wins, based on everything I heard about that. Now, if enough people, if the people that vote for it haven't played it, though, like the people that vote haven't played that, it won't. But it it might, it should, maybe, mm-hmm. um, based on everything. And I can't wait for this game to come to consoles next year. Um, right now, it's PC only. I would have bought it on PC. I was about to, and then I, I learned that it was coming to consoles. But if they haven't, I could see, oh, I could see control. I could see everyone in this category winning. So I'm just going to say Disco Elysium. So there's two games that I'm really looking at here and trying to decide between even right now. And that's Control and The Outer Worlds. Because I I love just the way the narrative comes together in The Outer Worlds. I think just the meeting the different characters and piecing together different things as you go. I think that's really cool. But I absolutely love um, the, the narrative and control in terms of the story. I think Outer Worlds wins, though. That's my prediction. Graham? Yeah, uh, I don't know a lot about a few of these games, but from what I've played of The Outer Worlds and from what I've seen, and it, it just looks like a really like narrative-driven like game, and I would go with The Outer Worlds. Yeah, it's, it's definitely possible that, you know, you hear it with, like, for instance, the baseball awards were just recently, um, mm-hmm. actually kind of long, but people get tired of voting for the same people every year. So I almost wonder if if the voters that vote for this, and I know the fan vote has like 10%, but a lot of it is the, the industry. Yeah. Um, if the industry is voting for the same games over and over, they might decide to give some of these like quote unquote lesser. And I mean, I don't mean they're lesser categories, but some of these other categories to some of the games that aren't necessarily nominated or might not win. So like the Outer Worlds could win here or even a Plain mm-hmm. Tale. Yep. I'm thinking uh, maybe steals one, but it may, I don't think it steals one. Um, I think yeah. every game here would be deserving if it won. Yeah. So uh, yeah. next up, though, we got best performance, um, and that's Ashley uh, Birch for Parvati from The Outer Worlds, Courtney Hope as Jess from Control, uh, Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz from Gears Five, Mads Mickelson as Cliff from Death Stranding, 
Matthew Peretta as Dr. Casper, a darling from Control, and then Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges from Death Stranding. All right, I'll, I'll go first here. I'm going to say Lashif himself, in honor of the new Bond trailer coming out this week. Mads Mikkelsen sure. wins. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to double up with Tyler and I'm going to say Mads Mikkelsen because I really like his character from James Bond and from what I've seen of Death Stranding, he seems like a really solid, strong character and yeah, I think he's great. If you, if you played a major character in Bond and Star Wars, you deserve a Game Awards award. That's We're just true. thinking Who about was that he in now. Star Wars? Remember I told you he was in Rogue One. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pay attention, yeah. Steven? No, he wasn't. No. I pay attention. Sure you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is tough. I'm going to say uh, Matthew Porretta wins. His okay. work as Dr. Darling in Control was phenomenal. It was. And so was all of these act- actors and actresses. Um, but I really liked his character. I thought it was super. I I hope I hope he wins. Um, but I also think he will win. So, Actually, well, I don't know. Are we it's, noticing a theme of two games being mentioned a lot here? Well, of course. And, and let's continue that with the main else. event. The game of the year where the nominees are Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is nominated for some other stuff that we're just not predicting here. Like fighting games. Yeah. And family games. And family game, yep. And The Outer Worlds rounds out the nominations. Graham, would you like to go first here? Not really, but uh, I guess I will. Sure. Uh, this is tough. I. Uh, I think it's going to be Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Because it's not. People are... <laughs> um, you know, you never know. You'd be surprised. Oh, that man. or Outer Worlds. Okay. You're so innocent. I'm predicting Super Smash Brothers. I'm not not Death Stranding. <laughs> so, so innocent. It's so cute. I, uh, Graham, I'd be absolutely floored if... Super Smash Brothers won this. And normally I wouldn't be shocked at all with a Nintendo game winning game of the year at this. But this year it would be. I I see them actually winning the family game and the fighting game for sure. But I don't think they'll win family. I do think they'll win fighting. Yeah. So, Steven, I'll give you the the final word here. Um, I'll go next. I... Man, I really want to see Control win this, but Death Stranding's going to win. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> so, it, will, it will 100% win this. Um, Death Stranding, and deservedly so, in my opinion. I What? Game of the year? Yeah. Yep, there's no more to say on that. I don't know. It was pretty even everywhere, but in America, just saying. Um, there it was a bit skewed. I I just don't see any other game. Like, Control could... I wonder what Death Stranding would... It would have been more interesting to me if Death Stranding released last year and went up against God of War and Red Dead Redemption. Oh, it, it'd be annihilated, in my opinion. Oh, I, I disagree with that, Graham. I... So here here's the thing. Kojima's games are always somewhat divisive. Yes. So, you know, he's won game of the year before, and he's 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 routinely celebrated at the at this event as you know the greatest person in video game history. So, 
I think Death Stranding is going to win. I actually, no, I'll save that for our awards. But I, I absolutely love Control, but I don't necessarily know that that's the best game on this list either. So I actually think it's a different one. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Resident Evil 2. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That inclusion. Yep. There you go. I guess that's our picks. Um, That's what our picks are for what we're going to, what we think is going to win, not necessarily what we think should win. Yeah. And we will do our what we think should win uh, here in in the coming weeks, probably. I think it's the last episode we do of the year. Yep. Um, So, last episode we do this year will be actually the week before Christmas. So we have two more episodes left in 2019 next week um, and the week after where we'll do our awards for 2019. Yep. And in those two episodes, we'll also be breaking down our top 10 games of the the decade. The decade is over. Um, and, and the don't semantics argument me because everybody since, you know, we started celebrating decades has counted as, you know, 20 through 29 right not yeah. 21 through 30 or you know come on come on so all right next week we'll talk about the the game awards themselves we'll kind of revisit it and uh do a little post game on that and talk about the winners talk about surprises yep like when you guys or, are wrong and i'm right maybe and, no and you're surprised graham if 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 that game wins game of the year, I'm going to give you a platform of like five minutes straight just to make fun of us and talk about how dumb we are. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> allow it too. Yep. I accept so, that. The, uh, and the week after, we'll do our, our own awards for 2019. And that'll wrap up uh, 2019 for us. But, guys, uh, with that, what do you say we get out of here for this week? I mean, we got a couple little things to do first, but... All um, right. Do we, Steven, it. you want to do a giveaway? Sure. Let's sure. do it. Um, congratulations, Carlos Alv Williams. You are the lucky patron winner. Uh, and again, thank you to Carlos. Uh, Carlos Alv Williams, um, Grant Pfeiffer, Damian Sitevsky, and Casey Wright. You guys are in the tier. Um, where thank you. Name shout out at the NFM show. So we appreciate you. We can't do this without you. So thank you guys so much. Thanks to all our patrons. Thanks to all our listeners. We love all of you guys. Um, especially out there. So, Graham, any uh, final words before we get out of here for this week? Uh, you know, I hope if anybody's uh, dealing with some bad weather that they're driving safe and uh, listening to the podcast just while they're driving. It's always a good thing. Graham, go, go, Graham, just go full mom on it if you're going to do that. <laughs> Tell them to make sure to have hat and hats and gloves and boots in the car. Yes. Bring some warm clothes in case your vehicle breaks down and you're <laughs> stranded. Yeah. And Man, we uh, had the storm of the century here in California. Yes. Bring a thermos with uh, warm hot chocolate. So and what you're saying is packets. you don't want to be stranded anywhere with only salsa packets in your vehicle. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Or make sure you have lots of salsa packets because <laughs> um, I know they can be used in an emergency situation because I – Myself experienced it when I was stuck in traffic for like four or five hours and I was starting to get delirious from not having enough food. And I'm like, what's in this emergency kit? And there were salsa packets. So I'm like, hey, if it's an emergency case, then it must be really good. And I survived. 
By emergency kit, do you mean on the floor of your van? Uh, I wouldn't say it was on the floor. Or the no. seat. In the or vicinity. in between. <laughs> the console area. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was great when we were at the party and he was on his phone and yeah, so <laughs> I heard the salsa packing. <laughs> Good times. He Good thought times. he thought about getting out of his car and running to was it to go to the bathroom or to get food? Probably food. I don't even remember now. Yeah, but the cars weren't moving at all. So you thought about actually just leaving it there and going yeah. to get something and coming back. But yeah, <laughs> probably could have. You probably could have. So, all right. Uh, hey, if you disagree with our predictions, let us know. Uh, head on over to thegamingheb.tv and uh, follow us on Twitter. And here on Mixer, Mixer.com slash the underscore gaming underscore hub. Let us know if you disagree with our predictions or if you agree what you think is going to win Game of the Year. And any of the other awards going on at the Game Awards next week. But the most important thing is watch the show next Thursday on the 12th. Here's why. it's uh, the, the Game Awards catch a lot of flack, sometimes from us included. But it's still a celebration of this hobby we all love. Yes, and the only and reason supposed to be 10 surprise yes. announcements. Yeah, and 10 surprise announcements are announced at the Game Awards. Um, and it'll be fun. And and sometimes, you know, I found this before, uh, there are games that win that, you know, we may miss because they came out on PC. And you see them and you're like, wow, that looks fun. Yep. And then it finally comes to consoles and you're like, hey, I heard of this game. Like mm-hmm. Return of the Oberdin. Um, I played like one hour of it and I loved it. And I'm I just need to... There, there will be one day where I sit down and I will play that game nonstop and do it because I, yeah. I, I don't want to, you know, break it up over the course of a few days. I want to do it sure. in one sitting. But I had like that was one game I discovered last year at Game Awards. So yeah, it is a fun show. It sometimes feels a little bloated, um, especially with the six hundred thousand esports categories. It's not that like there's anything yeah. wrong with recognizing them, but yeah, we didn't even touch on any of those, and there's like ten of them, so. Um, so yeah, but yeah, watch the show. Have a great week. Play some great games. Yeah, so <laughs> let, yeah, let's wrap up. Um, so everybody, uh, have a wonderful week. This has been episode number 190. We'll be back next week with 191. Until then, have a great week, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Reggie says bye. Take care, everyone.